Hello, this is Pastor Jay, and I want to encourage you today. In 2024, God has called some of you out to do something great for the body of Christ, the church, to edify it, to grow it, to secure it, to encourage it. The body of Christ is your assignment. And you've been powered by the Holy Spirit. You've been educated by the Word of God. And you've been given the heart to love God's Word and God's people. And now it's time for you to go forth. And just before you go out that door, I want to tell you something that maybe someone won't tell you. It's not going to be easy. In spite of what you see on TV, those who are really called by God, it's not going to be easy. You're going to have these people called opposition. And no matter how far you go in ministry, you're going to have these people. These people prove to the world that you've been called by God. Without opposition, you're basically serving the world, the flesh, and the devil. There's so much that you're going to need to do. And one thing you're going to need to do is prepare yourself for the storms. People hating you, people challenging you, even family members coming against you because that's just the nature of the calling. I don't want to scare you. I just want to prepare you. If you're really called, this is going to happen. But I'm going to tell you one thing. God will see you through and you will endure this time as a good soldier and you will be hardened and honed and humbled by it because that's what God does to the called to the ones who are chosen out of his church to serve the church and be the greatest servant never looking for glory but always looking for an opportunity to serve. They would rather someone else get the light, someone else get the credit, and God get the glory. You think about it. Am I talking to you? So if I am, you get ready to go. This is Pastor Jay. Like, subscribe, and share, and I'll see you in 2024. Peace. rebroadcast mm -hmm. all right so cloak and cover hub sun and this this time t i'm gonna take a little twist a little different twist Ooh, a twist I, I i spend a lot of time talking about the hub sun but you know what they wouldn't exist if there weren't women who actually prefer them now before you women get upset uh -huh. and start coming at me talking about <laughs> no you don't yes you do <laughs> yes, you do. You like the hub son. And I'm going to tell you why you like them in a minute. But yeah, I'm going to kind of divide this up and you can ask me questions as we go along. These are observations that I've made over the years with being a pastor, talking to different women, uh, talking to hub sons that don't know their hub sons. And mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we just need to have this conversation to be honest. Uh, the, the society is topsy turvy, upside down. And everything that we do uh, seems to be uh, antithetical to what God and his order wanted. You know, uh, I don't want to hear about toxic male masculinity. I don't want to hear about uh, women being too, too masculine. We're just going to talk about this relationship with the hub son. OK, uh, there is a 
uh, feminization of manhood. Uh, we can see it on television, especially on television now. The father is always the dummy. The wife is always the one. And this has per been per perpetrated over the years. I mean, at least for the past 20 years, it's getting worse and worse and worse and worse to the point the father is simply a buffoon. And we brought into that. And again, I have nothing against boss women. I love me some boss women. I love women that can handle their own. Okay. So before you hit me with that, I love women who can handle their own business women, smart women, educated women, women who can handle theirs. But we're talking about hub sons. And sometimes these same women who can be the boss, they really want to be the boss. And they end up picking a hub son. And by talking to several of them, they finally admitted to me, T, that they wanted a hub son. Okay. Yeah. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. So what I want to do is first, let's look at what God says about what a husband should be. So let's go, go to the Bible. That was the best place to go to. Ephesians chapter four, T going to read from Ephesians chapter five, I'm sorry, verses 25 to 28. And let's see what a husband should be. Go ahead, okay. okay. All right. So it says, husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. Amen. So the first thing that you see is husbands love your wife as Christ loved the church. So what is the obvious question? How did Christ love his church? He goes into it. He gave his life for her. He gave up his life for her. He, he, you know, the Bible talks about when I was a man, when I was a child, I thought I was a child. But when I became a man, I put away those childish things and those childish thoughts. A, a man that becomes a husband has to be willing to sacrifice himself and his normal childish ways to give his life for his wife. And then we see that he sanctifies her. He sets her apart from everybody else. That's what he does. Now, nowhere in there do you see that the husband should be a son. Okay. And she, you can chime in anytime you want to with your questions or anything you comment. So we don't, okay. never, we don't, we don't, we don't see that anywhere in there that the husband should be a son. So what is a hub son? Well, I'm glad you asked. A hub son is just what it said. It's a husband in the position of a husband. He's married. You know, for some, he could be your boyfriend. So I'm calling him a hub son. And you're the engine that pulls the train on everything. You're the spiritual head. You're the mental head. You're the physical head. You're the financial head. And he's better off just sitting there and might possibly just playing with toys, video games. And he has an overindulgent in having fun. And for the most part, they're harmless. But what happens with a lot of women who choose hub sons, who end up with hub sons, um, I don't think the hub son tricks them. I think what happens with the hub son, with the woman who's who's got it going on in all of those areas, for some reason, other what I hear is she doesn't want competition. She believes that that man that's just like her sometimes, and we're not talking about all women, we're talking about some women, 
uh, they tend to pick these men because they believe that they can control them. They believe they can control them. And because they believe they can control them, they pick them and they're fine at first. They're fine. They're nice young little boys by nature. And as long as you take care of them, buy them shoes, buy them sneakers and buy them clothes, let them play at the video games. You buy them a nice phone. You might even buy them a car or a house. They live with you and you're happy. But then the twist comes because you have to remember they they are still men. And these mm-hmm. hub sons are very insecure. They're very insecure because they kind of know what they're doing and they don't want you to ever think they're not a man. So what's the best way for you to recognize them as a man? Well, they can't match with, with wits with you. They don't have the education normally. Well, they can't match match your social status. They can't match uh, your financial prowessness and your ability to provide. So how do they, T, do you think that they prove that they're a man? They have to do something to show that they, they have, are. They have to do something. Now think mm-hmm. about this. They can't really step up to your level. So what they have to do, and it's going to sound crazy, but uh, one who has a hub son knows, mm-hmm. what is your, you have a son, what does your son do in a p- opposition to you to show that he's kind of in control of himself? What does he do? Does everything he's not supposed to. There you go. He does everything he's not supposed to. Bucking up against you by not doing what he's supposed to do. Think right. about this. It's at 13, 14, it's tolerable, maybe. But think about it 25, 35, 45. It's not cute. And what he normally does, he does something that may cost you a lot more money than your son would. Mm-hmm. Cost you a lot more anguish than your son would. No, you could tell him something to do that's right as rain. And he will go outside and put up an aluminum pole and stand in a lightning storm. And he would be sitting on top of your car. So when lightning hit and hit him, your car is destroyed. Okay? So that's what a hub son does. He has to prove to you by not letting you. And what he thinks he's doing, he's not, he thinks he's he's playing a game with your mind and saying, okay, I'm gonna prove to her I'm a woman. I mean, I'm a man. I'm not gonna. You know, she can't boss me around. Fragile ego. You know, she done told me too much. And all you've done is try to reason with him. And you know you're the smarter one. You know the, you got the most sense. But he, again, you're dealing with somebody who's, who's who has a fragile ego. And they're a child at heart. And the child in the mind. But they're in a grown man's body. And then you pick this person. And again, at first, it's all good. He's home. He doesn't do anything wrong. He might cook. Just like a son would, but he's doing that to get what he wants. But the minute that he feels that I didn't got everything that I wanted, and now she's coming to me with demands and requests that I never had to do in the beginning. See, that's the mistake the woman makes. She doesn't make requests up front. She's she's too enamored by having somebody. She has settled for the hub son. And then when the hub son go from hub to son, now you're upset. But you picked him. Well, you see picked that. Yeah. And see, that's that's part at first when you say you go do a twist and talk about the women. But that's true. These hub homes are created from women that want to settle for this. They don't have to, but they settle. And then they wonder when after they've settled, why is this person doing that? But see, there's something about waiting. And some people are so impatient 
They cannot wait for better. They just settle with what is mediocre. And then on top of that, this hub son is mentally, physically, emotionally exhausting. But because you've locked into marriage, it's a lot harder to come out of that kind of covenant, marriage, or for other words, entanglement. But it's hard to get untangled and unraveled out of something like that when you you jump into something. It's like, you know, I better settle because, you know, I got to get this baby. I got to get this. And then my time Mm -hmm. clock and that biological clock for us women can be our worst enemy. It really can. It really can. Yeah. But see, I want to say this to add to that. You are settling. Because you believe you can maintain control over him. So you're not just settling to settle. You're settling because you're such a boss. You're, you are well equipped that you believe you can control all environments. Mm. You know, that's sister girl power. <laughs> and you believe you can control all environments. But there's one environment that you cannot control, even though he's a hub son. You can't control his fragile ego. See, because when he feels it's threatened or about to be broken or you pushed him too far and you won't know it because you figure you're just progressing alone. You tell him what to wear. You tell him how to get up. You bring him to church. Amen. You bring him to church. <laughs> you take him places. You know, he he's your arm candy. When you do business, you tell him, honey, go sit back with the kids and, you know, uh, go play and let mama take care of business. And you're good at it. Now, again, I'm not saying you're doing anything wrong, but see, the problem is you can't expect him. You have no right to expect him to grow up. Okay, mm-hmm. you don't have that right. You're not going to change him. That's another that that's the, I can control him. I can change him. And just when you think you got him figured out. Here comes something. And, and this is the way you've always talked to him. But somehow or another, he'd have been around his friends. He'd have been around somebody. And he's figuring you trying to you trying to boss me. Mm-hmm. Some of you ladies heard that you're trying to boss me. You're trying to tell me what to do as they sitting there playing a video game. <laughs> and he's been playing for the past 12 hours. And you've been at work. Mm-hmm. You trying to boss me. So now you done, you done made him upset and you can get ready for him to do something stupid like the bank account. Y'all, you, you, you're nice enough to share it with him. And what he puts in is a lot less than you. And you're nice enough to have them on the account and you thinking, OK, we 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 got a surplus of five, six hundred dollars. And it's cool. We building something. When you upset him, you better go hide the ATM card because he'll take mm-hmm. all the money out and go buy something real stupid. Yep. Or just drain it for just draining. Or sake. just drain it, drain mm-hmm. it. And you wondering, you go in there and say, oh, man, we got an extra bill. We need to pay off. We want to pay down on our credit cards. And you go into the account thinking that you got the money and the money gone. And then you go to him because you know it's gone because you know he took it. It ain't stolen. He's on the account. Mm-hmm. But he done took his paycheck and some of yours out. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you go in like, honey, where, where's the extra? Oh, well, you know, I wanted me a pair of boots. Oh, I wanted to buy a gun. Oh, I want a new game. And you sitting there like, what? And then you ask a normal question. Why didn't you come to me and let me know you was doing this? And you're calm as a cucumber. On the inside, you're frustrated. But but then he say, it's my account too. 
It's my money too, right? Well, you really, you stuck at that point because you don't want to say no to start an argument, but you're thinking that you both on the same page. But see, you didn't realize that that little argument y'all had yet three days ago, he holding on. Mm-hmm. Hub sons hold on to anger. Hub sons hold on to to uh, 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 things that that you would let go. And he been plotting this, and he figured I'm gonna take this money, and do what I want, and you better not say nothing. So you try to say, well, honey, we could have did this. He said he don't care. He the man. Yep. As he's still sitting there, mm-hmm. hold on. As he's still sitting there playing video games. Right. He the man. And now you're frustrated. So that's the first one. You, that blows over. What you do is eventually you come to the conclusion, well, if I want to save some money, now think about all these things that you're going to go to to protect yourself. You're married to him. To save money, I'm going to start a whole nother bank account that he can't get to. So now you got to create a cloak <laughs> so you can have yourself covered from him. But this the man you picked. Mm-hmm. This is the this is the young man that you picked, <laughs> and you got to hide from him your assets because you have been shown. And see, a lot of times it takes several times of this to happen. Normally, a woman doesn't doesn't think about this the first time, but if it turns out to be a continuous time, because once he feels he can do that, he doesn't have to be mad to empty out the account. It's there. He's sitting there. He wants something new. And he'll go get it. He got access to it, so it can't. He be has denied. access to it. Mm-hmm. He can't be denied. And That's then when right. your birthday come, he just took out five hundred dollars to do what he want. And when your birthday come, he buys you flowers from Walgreens and a candy mm. box from Walgreens <laughs> with your money. Right. Hub, hub sons. What does a son do when it's Mother's Day? He'll take what he a little bit he got. And he gonna try to buy the nicest gift with the less amount of money. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not talking about adults. I'm talking about normally sons, and they t- they 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 open a bank or whatever. They might have a few dollars, and let's say they got a hundred dollars. They're not gonna spend a hundred dollars on mom. They might spend twenty five. Yeah, because they still want to have fun. See, a hub son is one man whose whole life is around having fun and impressing other men. He wants to impress other men. He when he, de- he when he's around his peers. Oh my God, you got him dressed to the nines. He popping his collar and he's telling them, I got under control. Now watch this. You think you got him under control. He telling them, I got under control. I can do what I want to do. He even showed him, man, I emptied out the bank account. Mm-hmm. She ain't going to do nothing. You know, he'll, he'll be bravado in front of them and then Make it seem as because he again, he has to prove himself not only to you, but to them, too. Now, normally men, real men who know hub sons, we laugh at them because we know they fronting and stunting. We already know it. Because when you're in public with your wife, your wife is always doing the talking and we can't see you at all. Mm-hmm. In the shadow. That's cover. You in the shadows. Yep. Three men talking. Here she come talking with the three men and and and, and windmilling for you because she's very protective of you. She doesn't she doesn't want us to bruise his, your ego, which you should want us to bruise his ego so he can step up. But you're going to windmill for your boo. <laughs> your baby. 
your hub son, you're going to win me. If you see the men put him down, you're going to come with claws out and defend him. You're going to ride or die. And I mean, them sisters I've run into this dude that's got these hub sons, they, they, when they tell me the truth, they dying. They never mm-hmm. thought that this grown man will cost them more than their child. But they do. They do. They do. T, you have some experience with Hub Sud. How was Listen, it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, no, I mean, this is a nice platform. No, it. You know, it wasn't fun. You know, it's not. And, and unfortunately, I didn't know at the time he was a Hub so I didn't know there's a lot of things he was not. But to have he fronted, like right? That, he he fronted, right? right? Right, okay. all the time, but he's running on what? He's running on the money. My, uh, you know, wife, go get me a, go get me a boat. Can I get a thousand dollars? Of course, but all of those things I'm doing as a wife. So he's stunting, like you said, stunting in front, peacock and popping that collar. That's not his money. You know, the same thing we talked about the account. The account's open, names on it. The account's upside down, inside out. Why? Because all the money's gone. So now the account is in default, insufficient funds. Have to close the account. Why? So yes, I have had experience with my ex-husband who was a hub son and one of the worst ones he's probably not the only one and had a bad temper anytime i would try to say something and i'm talking about when you say education and i have a bachelor's nothing to hoo-ha about but to him that was a big thing oh you think you're better than me i didn't say that i never said that yeah but he getting upset you think i'm stupid you think i'm you tolerate me I'm married to you. I more than tolerate you. But because you're so super insecure, your ego is so fragile, you want to prove how much of a man you are, which means the husband that I had, who I'm ex now, had to prove in such a way that it was abusive to the point that he must show me by physical, by verbal, by financial, by every whim of that, how many women he can sleep with and all those things to show that he's such a man. And that's what he had to do just to yeah. have the control of me. And he had a household. He knows some of scripture. Didn't it say, husband, love your wives? Husbands, <laughs> wives, love your husband, yeah. submit to them. So he knows yeah, that he, part. See, I all, need to submit to you. Any man that uses scriptures to dominate you is mm-hmm. not saved. Okay, I'm to ladies. This is from a pastor. Any man that has to use that passage to dominate you, you need mm-hmm. to run. Yes. Absolutely. You need to run. Okay. And again, I like what you said. They are very intimidated by educated women. Oh, yeah. Like you said, every time, anytime that you did something that required a little critical thinking mm-hmm. and they didn't think of it, then they would say, oh, you think you smarter than me. Again, right. women, fine. <laughs> the first time he says that to you, if you're not married to him, run. Mm. Going the opposite direction. Because yes. he's insecure about his where he's at, educationally wise. And see what happens with a hub son who a woman who's educated who's marries a hub son. Even women, you don't have to necessarily be educated, but you're just a little smarter than your guy. Maybe a lot smarter than him, and you just you know handle your business. So I don't mm-hmm. want to think that it's only educated women. It's women and women who who actually are run their lives well, mm-hmm. run their households well. Right. He is he's so intimidated by you. That he looks forward to bringing you down, mm-hmm. putting you in your place. Indeed. And what normally you end up doing to hide him, you end up finding ways to try to make him feel good, even though you know it's stupid. 
And see, that's the part, Patrick. You're, 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 you're cloaking and covering mm-hmm. because that's your baby, that's your boo, that's your man. And you already know the best thing to do if you want to not have no big argument, fight or whatever, is to find a way to appease to the child in him. Mm-hmm. So you keep on doing, you keep on doing, you keep on sacrificing yourself. You keep on, you're loving him as Christ loved the church. But he don't love you that way because he's given up nothing because you're an addition to him. You're a good addition to him and his endeavors of being somebody who's out here, uh, uh, like I say, stunting in front of other men. You know, because they go overboard with it. Mm-hmm. You know, they the guy who comes around his fellas and they at the bar and he want to buy everybody a drink and buy three rounds and then say, I got it. Don't worry about it. Knowing Dagwell, he's draining the debit card. He's the one who looks real nice in Nike and whatever he likes to wear. And then for the kids, they, they get Kmart and Walmart. He never goes out and really buys anything really nice for you in comparison to what you do for him. And if that ain't a son, I don't know what is. But the question is, I don't think you ladies are duped. See, that's that's the thing, T. That's the twist. I really don't think so. I'm not saying all, but I came to the conclusion because I know too many of them. I don't think they duped. You think they want to be I in think, some relationship like I that? I think no. I think that they again, they're such a boss. They mm-hmm. can control everything else around them. They figure they can change and control him. Mm. They be his. They could be his god, his guide, his mama, his sexual partner, and his provider. But the all only problem with one. that, all wrapped in one, and she <laughs> and she figure I can do this. But what ends up happening, you don't realize or you're willing to put up with his fragile ego. And some of the some of the women who are with these hub sons, I'm going to be honest with you. They cry, they fret, they rub their head, they lose their hair. They're frustrated, but they don't want to get rid of them because guess what they don't want to be? A single parent. Well, more than that. They don't want to be alone. Oh, yeah. Well, that's two. That's two things. Yeah. Yeah, they don't want to be alone. Mm-hmm. Well, see, the mystique of the single parent is kind of over with for now. I mean, that's kind of passe. Really? That's, yeah, no, I mean, no woman sets out necessarily to be that way, but there's more women that say, I can do this. There's more women that is like, you know, I just need you, you know, yeah. But the alone thing is big mm-hmm. because that's never changed. Society, women are making more money, but women are doing more things. You have more women who are choosing to be single parents. But they still don't want to be alone. Until they regret that choice. <laughs> well, again, after they re- the regret doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to move on it. See, because they don't see that fear of being alone mm-hmm. is so strong that the regret doesn't move them to do what they would normally do. And there's fear of being a boss. Because a boss will get rid of you before they let you hurt the business. Remember what I told you when you run a business, 
Knowing how to hire somebody is easy, but it's knowing when to fire somebody that's a great asset to you. And see, mm-hmm. boss women know how to fire people. They don't sit there and get them 15 chances. You got one or two and, and, you, and you're not pulling the way I'm pulling. You've gone out of my life. But, but that same one who will do that in her secular life will not do it in her home life. Mm-hmm. And I get one reason why you made a vow to God. I get it. But that's a heck of a way to live when you got to hide money from your husband. Yeah. You got to have resources from your husband. You got a windmill for your husband. You got a cloak and cover him because you don't want the fellas to figure out that he's a hub, son. Let me let you know, ladies, come closer to the to your earpiece. We already know your hub, son. <laughs> we already know. Don't give it away. Say, <laughs> so don't tell it, better. We already don't know your it. hub, son. <laughs> because you because you're because you're covering for him too much to us. Hmm. Three guys, th- four, three guys talking. One is the hub son. And we get to joking as me and joke. Now, he's a man to the point where he jokes like me and joke. And you hear it. And in your eyes, it's a put down. And we just playing. You know, we doing men stuff, joking with each other. Here you come. Ah, that's my man. And he do this and he do that. And we just look at you. As you windmilling. And you don't even know that you just lowered his status amongst men. Yeah. Who did not tell you to do it this way? Don't do that to him. Don't do that to your man. Because he might catch on what you're doing. He might like what you're doing. He's going to mm-hmm. be mad at you for coming to windmill for him. Because he may realize, hey, look. She's <laughs> making me look bad in front of the fellas. Right. Embarrassed. But you call yourself protecting him from his ego being bruised by us. But we ain't the one. You the one. Mm-hmm. You the one he doesn't want to bruise his ego with us. He cool. We can accept him being a hub son. Because guess what? We get to drink for free. If that's what we do. <laughs> you might get to eat a steak or two for free on him. Every time you, we, you get together with the guys, you go play pool or something or go relax or shoot ball or anything that costs any money. He's there to show off that he can spend money too. And that's the relationship with his boys. We don't care. And, and I'm going to say this. We don't really care what he's doing to you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do. I we do. don't really have an opinion about our relationship is really not with you. Our relationship is with him. And in the relationship with us, he he's a he comes with the, with the with the ATM card or the credit card. And he tells us to order as much as we want. And what do we do? When it's our turn, here, you can get one round and we put our card away because we got, we, got, we got a family to take care of. We got bills to take care of. We got things to take care of. Right. He doesn't worry about bills. No, because somebody else He doesn't worry about them. car notes. Mm-hmm. He doesn't worry about electric. He doesn't worry about gas. He doesn't worry about water, insurance. All he knows is you pay for it. And now you're fed up from paying for it. And you want him to come in and pay for it? I'm sorry, sister. He ain't going to do it. No, it's not going to happen. And if you, if you make a mistake and put it in his hands... You'll walk home and your electric will be off. You'll come mm-hmm. home from work, tired. You want to get in your, your air-conditioned house. It's 120 degrees outside, especially where T lives. It's 120 degrees in the shade. And then all of a sudden, you walk in your house. And you know how you, you if you ever had your electric off, you know the house is super quiet. 
and super hot for those that and super don't hot. You look, and you and you're looking around <laughs> like, what? What? What's wrong? And you call the electric company because he ain't there. You call the electric company. Uh, electric company. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your account number? It's seven four six. Uh, yes. Um, is our electric off? Oh yes, ma'am. Your electric off. We turned it off today. We sent you a notice 15 days ago that was going off. Well, how much is it? $600. What? Hey, hold on, hold on. How did yeah. my electric get to $600? Oh, exactly. man, when is the last time it was paid? Oh, two months ago. Mm. Now, every time you ask him, did he pay the electric bill? What did he tell you? Say yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Of course I paid it. So now what you do is you go ahead and swipe the ATM card or you give them the card over the phone and help plus the reconnection fee. And but it's already evening. They can't get out to the next day. So you either got to sit in that hot house, wait till he come home, and then you take you holler at him, you you holler at him and be like, Oh, well, I thought you know I was gonna be on the payment plan. They said they was gonna let it stay on. And then you're like, Where's the electric bill? Because I know you didn't got a pink slip or whatever state you in a yellow slip saying that they're gonna disconnect it. You mm-hmm. go to his car. And, and it's in his glove box. And he forgot unopened. to take it out. <laughs> no, he forget to take it out. He don't care. Oh. All he cared about was every time he walked in the house, the electric was still on. He was there when it went off, when they came and cut it off. But he didn't have no way to get it cut back on. So he left. So you come home to the hot house and, you t- and guess who took care of it again? You did. Do not, and, and then what you might want to do, and let me give you some advice, ladies. Don't give him nothing of significance to pay. You know, let him play. If you got like water delivered to your house and got a water machine, let him pay that bill. <laughs> let him pay that bill. Yeah. So you can see if he likes to pay bills. And then, ladies, before you marry anybody, any man that you got a cloak and cover for, before you do anything like that, see if he likes to pay his own bills. Now, he comes on strong to you in the beginning and tells you he's a boss, but see if he really likes to pay his own bills. Before you put him on your bank account, look at his. If this is always overdrawn, okay, you're getting a sign. <laughs> you're getting a sign. And we back to T. Why don't women, some women, recognize the sign? Because they don't know about the signs. I would think some don't. Unless they don't want to know. T. T. Really? Yes. Okay, you go to a man's bank account and you and you see that he's always overdrawn and he's always asking you for money. You don't see that. You 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 mean you can't figure that out that there's something wrong. Well, do you think that a person? uh, I think y'all women are smart. I think women are very smart and and has intuition. Yeah, but when you said that right there, that statement, if this man, this hub son, is overdrawn, you think he's really going to let that woman see that? T, he's slick. This how he but play. How he, he let, let me tell you how. But you, this how this how he's gonna play it. Mm. Hey, babe, can you can you uh, loan me uh fifty sixty dollars? Uh, my check. So I'm happy with my paycheck at work. They didn't put all the money in. Have you heard that before? No. You never heard that one. I've heard guys. Let me say, uh, my paycheck messed up. Or they shorted me. 
No, I've never heard that one, but... Can you give me some money? I'm looking for that one. And of course, she loves him. She cares about him. She says, sure. Okay, one time that happened, possibly. But if if it, if it he see, because he, you got to remember, he's simple-minded. So if it works, guess what he's going to do? Keep working it till it don't work. See, he's not complex because he's a child in the mind. So what he'll do is he'll just play it out. He'll play it out. And then if you're not married to him and you didn't allow the hub son to come into your life and live in your house and all that stuff, and he expects that you're about to get rid of him and be the boss chick that you called to be, and you know you wake it up, guess what he's gonna do next? What you think he's gonna do next, T? I don't know, Pastor D. You gotta tell me. I don't know, Pastor D. You gotta tell me. Well, if he's about to, if he know you about to fire him, what do you think he's gonna do next? Well, I think it would cause a scene, but I don't know if he would want to do that. Not so much cause a scene, but he knows you about to fire him. You're not now. We ain't talking about the hub son. That's a husband, and it could do the husband could do that too. But he knows you about to fire him. He's gonna find somebody else. So he just walk out like he fired, like he resigned. No, he ain't gonna. He gonna walk out. It's a slow. It's a slow thing. He know oh. you getting fed up. Y'all arguing a little bit more than normal, and he he can sense. He got some good senses. He can sense that maybe one day you gonna walk in there and say, you know what, get out of here. So he got mm. to start pl- plotting and planning his exit. And guess what he gonna take with his exit? All the clothes you bought. The car you might have bought for him, some money. Hey, you go to the count, all the money gone because he's leaving. And you have no recourse because he's on the count. He might decide to stay and not move because guess what? You made a mistake in putting him on the lease. Yes. And that's hard. So you really can't get legally. You can't get rid of him. And he's up for the arguing and fighting, but y'all are basically broke up. And he just comes there, lay his head down, and he he leaves out the door. Yep. You still got to go to work. You still got to pay the bills. He don't care if it never get paid. Hub sons are quite dangerous. Yeah, they are. And I pray that this helps these ladies. Analyze, critique, question. Don't let the fact that you're lonely and he's cute and he's he's a man of your dreams. And if you're a saint of God, him saying, I didn't heard this. Oh God, I didn't heard this so too much. When ladies bring their guys and they want me to assess, I just ask them one question. What do you believe spiritually? And you know what they normally say? He believes in God. I believe I believe in God. <laughs> I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. Okay, ladies, when a dude say that and you believe in Jesus. Run what he's telling what he's about to do is come to church with you a couple of times and make you think that he's in the same. He's in the, in it to win it with you. No, he's in it to win you. And once he wins you, you marry him. And that's happened in my church. The guy, some of the guys, they drift right back to what they do used to do a bit of hub son. Now she's coming to church as a married woman alone. The church ain't done nothing to him. Okay, they're going to play that game, but they didn't play that game when they was trying to get you. And see, we don't even have offering time, so he can't play the money thing with us. 
So why are you do, doing it? You got what you wanted. You got her. Right. So you'll come every blue moon just to show she shut up. <laughs> but before you got it, you used to come every week. And it may be something else that you do. It doesn't have to be church. It's some, he's going to hone in to what you like to do and show up as your man supporting you. It don't necessarily have to be church. And then as soon as he gets you, you're going to find out that he don't really like doing that. And he's going to tell you, but he got you now. And you remind him, you say, when you was courting me, you, we used to do this. We used to do that. We used to do this. And he's going to smile at you and say, yeah, but you know, I don't really feel like that now. But you do everything he likes to do. This man went from two video games to 35 since he's been with you. He went from driving a hoopty to driving one of the latest cars I heard because of you. He went from sleeping on a rubber mattress on the floor at his auntie house to sleeping in a nice big bed that you provide for him. And, and brothers, I'm sorry, you hub sons, I, I, I love you. But, let, let you know, just let's be real. Let's be real. Ephesians chapter five tells us these things. And. Uh, so, T, do you have any questions about the hub, son, that you want to ask me or want to spur me on to comment on? I just think what you were talking about with the hub, son, I think it's also a bait and switch with them when you said the gentleman goes from how many video games, whatever. So it's a bait and switch and almost like a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, too, as well, depending on which kind of hub son you get. Right. So yep. that's never good because, you know, when you're talking about the person, that man was so charming, so loving. So all those things during the courting stage, just everything. That's the person that the wife or the girlfriend or whomever is going to fall in love with. But as soon as, like you said, he does all he needs to do, that whole facade is dropped because they met his representative. They didn't meet him. They met the representative he put forth. Therefore, mm -hmm. when the representative is done and the representative is done what he needs to do, you'll get to see the real person. And that real person isn't not the person you want. But unfortunately, now you've gotten locked in and that's not who it was. That's not who you got. Yeah. That's you're right. He's again. He is a charmer. Mm -hmm, he is. He is a charmer. He plays into every need that you think that you want. But the one thing he doesn't play into is your intellect. Because mm. you put that on hold so you can deal with him. See, I'm gonna go back to the woman. You put that on hold to deal with him. You already know. The boy ain't got a full picnic basket. But you got overflow. Mm -hmm. You see, you got overflow. And when you get with your girls, you like bragging that you look at how I dressed him up. He didn't even get a haircut when I was with him, when I met him. Mm -mm. He didn't even have a clean pair of underwear when I met him. <laughs> look at him now wearing silk underwear and look at him shoes. And your girlfriends go ahead and co-sign with you and say, wow, look at what you've done. And you sit there popping your collar, sitting there at the, at the club at, at ladies night 
with your girlfriends and all y'all got hub sons, but you won't discuss it with each other. <laughs> all you high powered, magnificent queens are sitting there and won't be honest with each other about the fact that each one of you got a hub son. And when you go home at a decent time, because you went out to work with your girls, you go home and you already know what you're going to run into. Nothing. <laughs> he ain't cooked for you. He hasn't cleaned the house. He's sitting there playing with your 13, 14, 15 year old, and they're sitting side by side playing video games. And you come in and throw your keys on the table and you walk past him and say, he's sensing what's your attitude. If you come in, hey, babe, how you doing all that? He know everything is cool. But if you come in and don't it got it kind of silent, you ain't starting to argument. You say hello to your son or your daughter and you kind of, hey, well, say, hey, hey, what's up? And he's sitting there going, nothing, nothing. He may sense that like, oh, I need to do something. So then what he's going to do is and this is before if you're about to get rid of him. He's like, I got to do something. And then you get this. Hey, babe, babe, you want to go to Red Lobster tonight? You want to go to Olive Garden tonight? I want you to, uh, let's go to Olive Garden tonight. And you like, uh, and you and you happy. You like, okay, sure. Then you get there. You eat, you eat some food. He's, some, he's invited you to Olive Garden. And then a check come. And get, who pays for it, T? She does. She does. Or he whips out the card that has your money on it and pays for it. And you don't really pay any attention at the time. But you get you you, you look at your phone if you get a get get uh, alerts no, and the money came out yeah. your all account. Uh-uh. <laughs> or the credit card that you let him use. Yeah. So really he ain't paid for nothing. Because he don't pay the credit mm -hmm. card bill. You do. <laughs> and you don't want to start an argument because you're not gonna ask him to give him that money back to you because he's supposed to be taking you. So you deal with it. You deal with it. This goes on a lot. Because the world is upside down. There's no value. There's no standard. We are letting the secular society set our standards in our relationships. And the demasculization of the man has taken place and has produced these hub sons. And one of the one things that have produced these hub sons is it started way before you came into his life. Mm -hmm. his mama did that to him so all he was doing was looking for a replacement for his mama normally hub sons who get married the mother does not like the wife because yeah. she wants to be the center of his universe Yeah. and for those of you who have hub sons you already know you ain't the most important woman in his life if she's still alive she is yep the mom and she want he wants you to get along with her, but she don't even want you in his life. No matter how good, and, and don't let you be taking care of him better than she could. She didn't raise him to be a husband. She raised him to continue to be a son. And a lot of times in these lives, they the, the, the that mother has a husband, but I, I don't know how many times I've I ran into where the husband. The father is in the home 
and the and the father would say, she won't let me do nothing with my boy. She won't let me do nothing. She won't let me chastise him. She won't let me uh, grow him up to be a man. She she covers for him all the time. I know a situation in my family like that. Where the mother does nothing but cover. The father barks, but the mother runs it. Until something happened, then, then there's a blow up. But then who who comes and saves the day and hands the kids some extra money or go buy the, the adult kid son some stuff? She do. And the husband don't even know it. So then when they get out in the real world, because they've always been told yes by a female, they're looking for another female. They'll tell them yes to anything they want. And there's plenty of sisters. And I, I don't mean sisters as an African-American. I'm talking about women in general. There are plenty of sisters out here that are, are, are have deep enough pockets to whereas they're willing they can they can put up with a hub son. Now there are some women I met that have deep enough pockets, they can handle it. It, mm. it makes them upset. It, it, it's like having a bad employee, but they still come to work on time. So you could tolerate them. Right. So you because your pockets are deep. But he costs you more than a son could ever cost you. You know. Your insurance rate goes up because he drove a car off the cliff. When you told him, don't go near the cliff. But you got enough pocket money to go ahead and report to your insurance. And then and then your insurance rate goes up and you get mad, but you're not going to say nothing because you don't want to be alone. And all I'm trying to point out is that is that ladies, stop colloquially covering for your guy. Let him be, if he's that guy, the best hope you got is him to get around other guys that you hope ain't club, hub sons too, that, that actually brag on the fact that they're getting over on their woman, but guys that are actually handling their business, they will begin to challenge him. The Bible says iron sharpens iron. Don't worry about him coming home too much demanding stuff. Because they're going, if they're good men, they're going to kind of like, hey, you know, you need to quit this. Playing video games all day, you you know, you, you coming home and that's what you do. The first thing you do to come home and your whole relaxation revolves around video games. You got a whole wife and child and stuff. Your, your day don't end because you came home. She worked too. It's just beginning. You have responsibilities. Husbands, love your wife as Christ loved the church. That he gave himself up for her so that he can present her without spot or wrinkle. He sanctified her, set her apart. So I hope this helps. And maybe this is controversial. Maybe you sitting over there as a woman and you know I didn't touch your nerve because you know you got one. Hey, I'm not telling you to get rid of them. I'm telling you to be honest with yourself and admit that you got what you got. And maybe you're the guy who's going to listen to you. Go ahead, T. Well, Pastor Jay, since you, since you said that, do you think there's somebody in the audience that might want to kind of talk about this with you? Well, it could be. Is anybody got a question? Or they want to come up? I don't up? know. But I, I I, what I'm going to do, you can pull me back up, but I'm going to disappear so we can leave it open. And then if nobody comes up and nobody wants to say nothing, then I'll come back. Is that fair? Yeah, we'll give we'll give 
somebody in the audience a chance to come on up. Okay. I'll get off here. All right. So this is your chance to come on up. And I want to talk about this subject. If you're going to talk about anything else, then you might as well go back down. All right. This ain't the time to sell your book or nothing like that. Okay. Because I would never come to your podcast and do that unless I got permission. All right. Let's talk. Let's stay on point. I see we have one. All right. Here we go. Good evening. Good evening. I enjoyed y'all talking. Hey. Hey, Doc, how you doing, man? Oh, pretty good. You know, just sitting here and enjoying the last of the year, you know, and stuff like that, you know. So, but, uh, yes, no, uh, I have no, no, quite a few, uh, 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 hub sons, you know, mm-hmm. they, uh, just like y'all was saying, you know, I mean, they were going there and, you know, and, uh, she would say this and that, you know, and, uh, there was actually one that, I mean, she would just talk, 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 you know, and then that's what he think, you know, she answered for him, you know, and it was like, you know, and it did get to the point that all of a sudden, all the money was gone and he was gone. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I, I definitely have seen that, you know, even before I came a, a coach, you know, just growing up, you know, it was a lot of that. So, yeah. And, and, it's, and again, it's not something that, that if you, if you don't want it, you have to know the warning signs you have to do it as a woman. I believe that you have to do enough investigation so that you won't end up with one. Because again, they're slick. That that goes back to my uh, our, our series that me uh, we do cuffing season, and we're still in cuffing season. So, ladies, you got to be careful because the wolves are coming. They're looking. These hub sons are wolves in sheep's clothing, and they coming for you. Yeah. yeah. But you got to do your due diligence do, as a boss woman. Just like you do on your job and your career to make sure that he's not one. That's if, right. if that's if you don't want one. That's right. Uh, you know, and just a little story. My dad's laying there, he was waiting for the sun to cool off. It's in the summertime. And you know, the sort of got uh cooled off, you know, and uh, but he was laying there on the porch sleep. Mom come there, just rattle the toolbox and he raised up and looks at her. She said, "He said, what you doing, baby?" She said, "I'm gonna change the plugs." <laughs> and we all laughed. <laughs> the boy has slip, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. No, hey, but it was a level of communication, and and that's the thing that I really loved about my parents. No, it was he was the man, you know, and she was the woman, you know, you know, come out two strong black people my parents were you know so and that that's what i just want to add my two cents on to that but yes there is quite a few uh men's out there uh all all races 
amends, you know. And yes, uh, my thing is wake up and smell the coffee. And the thing to do is just don't look back. Do what it takes to get where you at, you know, because I did, you know. Amen. Amen. All right. Thanks, Doc. You can go ahead and go down and see if we can get somebody else up. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. All right. Does anybody else want to come up? If not, T, you can come on back up. Let me see what we got here. Yeah, T, you can come on back up if anybody else wants to come up. And I would love to hear from a lady other than T, if, if you're out there. Come, come on now. Don't be ashamed. Uh, that's why I, I'm not going to give you a name. Uh, tell me your experience. If I'm wrong, I, I would gladly accept what you say, because I love talking and have different opinions. Maybe you have a whole different take on it. You know, maybe you think of this in a different type of way. You know, maybe your relationship is perfect. There's a balanced relationship where both of y'all are giving and taking. Maybe you do have a husband that follows that model of husband by the word of God. So, yeah, if you want to come up, uh, this would be a great time to come on up. And, and like I said, if you totally disagree, it's OK. It's OK. Like I say, um, I think that. Uh, I want to have a healthy conversation. But it, it hurts my heart when a woman gets a hub son. And it's really it, it, she's really dismayed. And she feels marginalized and disenfranchised because she really loves him. Now, let me let me tell you that she really loves him, you know, but it's just he's so childish. You know, it's just hard to deal with him on a day to day basis. You know, she finds herself praying for him maturing. And, and then this is what I want to do say, ladies. I don't know what the age is, but after like 35. If he doesn't have anything going for him and he has not and he doesn't have a good reason why nothing has went his way, you need to be kind of cautious. You know, you need to be kind of cautious. And because, again, I'm talking to women who who have their act together, have their life together. So, uh, T, if you want to come on back. Or if anybody, OK, let's see who this is. T. Oh, T gonna come on back. Surprise. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. You silly. You silly. You silly. And you know, I get why some don't may not want to come up because they don't want to tell their story. And again, this is a safe place. You know. Well, you like know said, too, Pastor James. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say too, um, even sharing that story because sharing the story about a hub son. That's not necessarily one of those stories of abuse or anything. It's just one of those stories like that's kind of embarrassing at yes. the same time. And like you just said, it is a safe place. But at the same time, you're kind of putting your business out there on the street and you're going to share this on many platforms. So <laughs> I'd be cautious. I, I mean, you know, you just said, right. I would be cautious as a, as a person, not me. I wouldn't care. You can share whatever I put, but if it's a regular person coming up to share, like he just said, he gonna broadcast this on YouTube. It's about to be on Facebook. I don't know if I want to do it on his show. Maybe somebody ain't broadcasting it everywhere. <laughs> well, 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 you know, th th this is what I could tell you. For those who are worried about that, okay. What I'm going to do is, 
if you come up when it's broadcast on the other uh, platforms, you won't even see that you came up. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to get mm-hmm. like right now on wisdom, your face and my face. They're not mm-hmm. going to have that. That's not going to be there. Only no. thing that's going when you look on YouTube, you're going to see uh, me and T in a collage for the whole time. So again, mm-hmm. you're not going to even be mentioned. Only time somebody would know you is, is they they're on wisdom too. Right. Okay. So you don't, that's why I say you don't, that's why I don't announce names because when I put it out there on the podcast platform mm-hmm. and it, you know, it's going to be, um, you, they're not gonna know who you are unless you actually mention who you are because they're not so going to see. So, what, yeah. So they're you're giving see. them a level of anonymity <laughs> that they yeah. can be anonymous. Unless, unless, so, unless yeah. their hub son is, <laughs> hey, unless their hub son is listening, is listening? and catches their voice. <laughs> I'm like, no, you, you know, did not just talk about me. <laughs> right. Right. So think about it. Yeah. But you know what? This is what I say. If you mm-hmm. if you a woman and you're listening and you the boss, he's over there playing video games. He wanna listen to wisdom. <laughs> he's not listening to and, and, and I know he don't listen to my show. <laughs> so my show is about like, the Bible and about encouragement, about reality. I'm I'm for so the past, I'm a real that. deal. You know, I ain't mm. no sugar-coating pastor. So he don't... They, Hub's sons generally don't like dealing with me. Because, mm. see, I'm going to call them out. They can't so come to me talking about... So what do you think, Pastor Jay? Huh? So what do you think, now that you've kind of given that out there and the veil has kind of been torn, so to speak, do you think somebody would come now that you've given them that kind of reassurance? Well, well if they in the comments, if they want to come up, I mean, you can see the comments too. They can comment and say they do. You know, ain't no sense of going back down. If they comment and say they want to come up, then you can come back, go back down. Okay. Because I'm sitting kind of okay. far away, even with my microphone from uh, from the phone from the phone itself. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you see somebody wants to come up, we'll bring you up again. You are not going to be blasting your your picture or your your icon is not going to be put out there for anybody to know. But I would love to hear from somebody else. And what they think, you know, I you want to come up and talk along. Woman too. Yeah, I would love to hear from a woman. I, I, well, we we know this: a hub son is not going to come and say he a hub son. No, that like that's not part of his peacocky. Like I'm a hub son. That's no badge of honor. <laughs> right. And, and you know what? And you know, and you know for a fact, Cloak and Cover is like my number one podcast every year. Yeah, it is. Everybody love it. I love it, it too. Every, especially women, they love it because see. And okay, women, if you're if you if you're brave, play it in front of them. Play it in front mm. of them. You gotta quit cloaking and covering for these dudes. You got to let them sink or swim. You gotta find out if they're truly men or their children. Mm. Okay? You have to find it out. And sometimes you have to do that after the fact. But I'm trying to give you what it, what you can do before the fact. Investigate, 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 investigate. And you and you a boss lady. You already know how to do it without him finding out. He he's probably never looked at his credit report because <laughs> he never had to because he's always with women who bought him stuff. <laughs> you sitting there at a, at a seven ninety, he had a four fifty, and then you get with him and then you drop down magically to a six hundred. Mm. Why? Because you tied them to you, to your finances. 
You trusted him. Mm -mm. You gave him a credit card. You told him that he could be responsible for it. And he told you, boo, I'll take care of it. No problem. And he'll charge it up and won't make a payment. And you won't know until it's too late because he's going to have all the letters from you and possibly get them to switch the phone number to call him, which he ain't going to pay no attention to it. And then one day you go to run the card and they decline you and you in line with $300 worth of groceries. Ain't that embarrassing. Huh? Ladies, has that happened to you? Some of you ladies out there? I know it has. Scream and say yes. Who said yes? Me. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, you embarrassed sitting there. You've been shopping and you get up there and no money in the account. Right. But that's your boo. Yeah, and then you go home, and now you got to ask. Now he's sitting. Okay, where is he sitting? Playing video games. And you go in there, <laughs> you say, "Hey, I just went to the grocery store, and there was no, there was no money in the account." Oh, oh, man! I was gonna put that. You know, I was gonna put that money back Friday, but you know, we don't have no groceries today. We got kids. Oh, uh, let me hold up. If he's a mama's boy. Next call gonna be the mama. Mm-hmm. And see, mama gonna think you ain't doing your job. She ain't gonna blame mm-hmm. him. Nope. She gonna say, yeah, baby, come on over, and I'll give you a few dollars. And then now she looking at you cross-eyed like you didn't did something. And she's looking funny in the light. <laughs> you know? She looking at you like you didn't, like you sitting there doing nothing. Because he ain't gonna mm-hmm. say he spent the money. He's just going to no. say, we ain't got the money. He might even, if he goes by himself to get the money without you going and listen to the conversation, he's going to blame you. Mm. Well, you know, she, you know, she she went out and bought some stuff that she shouldn't have bought. And now we need groceries lying on you. So he can appeal to what? Mama sympathy. I'm hit, I know I'm hitting home with some of them. You well, know, I, I know when I put it on my pocket. I, I think when I put it on my podcast, like usual, I'm gonna get man. I get like a hundred, two hundred emails. Well, you know, you know I... why? Why? Because nobody wants to hear that, but they want. They don't want to hear it, but they know you're telling the truth. Do you understand what I'm saying? They don't oh, want to hear like it, but the they Bible, don't huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, cause yeah, cause next week, next Friday, we're gonna do Felicia of the Flock. This thing with Manasseh and TD Jakes and all this stuff. You know, oh y'all gotta God. wake up. Yeah, y'all gotta wake up and smell mm-hmm. the coffee and see what's really going on here. Okay, mm-hmm. God is not gonna be mocked. He's been sh- nope. me and T's been monitoring this. He's been shutting down these uh, mega churches for at least the past five years, one at a time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because there's no accountability and the people are doing what they want to do. And they're trying to mix mix the secular with the sacred. You can't do it. You can't do it. No. It's very uh, humanistic, pluralistic. It it, it fits into a narrative that it's all about the person and it's all about the bag and it's all about your greed and your so-called need. And it's never about anybody else. And one of the running things throughout the word of God is it's always about the next person and who you can help. Mm-hmm. Jesus died for you so you can die for someone else. 
No greater love than this, that one man should give his life up for his friend. Consider others more significant than ourselves. If I have two coats, I give somebody else another coat. I give my enemy a cup of water. Do y'all, y'all hear me? As, 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 as a friend of ours would say, you don't like that teaching. <laughs> <laughs> Is he really our friend? <laughs> well, our, 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 well our, our podcast associates. What about that? There you go. I like that. That's a new, that's a okay. twist. You know, I sent you, <laughs> he just did something. I sent it to you today too. Look at your text message. I sent oh, you it, did? Okay. Uh-huh. He's out there talking about the situation with Jakes and P. Diddy and him. He rose up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, but my God. He, and he, you know, he, I could tell he's telling the truth because he's, he, he, he just tells salacious stuff. Yeah. Like straight up. It's yeah. like, wow. I mean, dude, if you're that's lying. That's tea though. That's his tea. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole genre. And some of y'all waste a whole bunch of time going to the, to the, to the black YouTube beef section. The beef sector. <laughs> Haven't you noticed that there's no white beef section on podcasting and YouTube. I gotta wake up. It's by design. And you send these mm. people your money based upon uh numeric uh Matthew 29 11 I mean I mean no Jeremiah 29 11 blessing. You need to send twenty nine dollars and eleven cent or two thousand two hundred dollars two hundred and ninety dollars and eleven cent or two thousand nine hundred dollars and eleven cent because you want the Jeremiah 29, 11 blessing that God knows the plans that he has for you. Yeah. Uh, uh, people, 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 can I cut it straight with you? Numbers weren't added to the text until 13, 14, year 13, 1400. Just think about that. Man added that so it can be easier for man to read. Those numbers are not holy. You had to read it in context in the Hebrew and the Greek. Yeah, you had to read it and you had to read it in context. So when Jesus opened up the scroll to read out of the scroll in Isaiah, there weren't any numbers. Oh, Pastor Jay. What? So are you saying stuff with like numbers and numerology is bad? Yes, of course it is. It's witchcraft. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? You know what I'm saying? You can't be that stupid. I'm just like, <laughs> you know. Yes, I know. It's witchcraft. <laughs> and don't don't confuse numerology with pneumatology. Pneumatology is a study of the Holy Spirit. Pneuma. Breath. <sighs> Spirit. Numerology is about numbers. And you're playing these numbers game. And even if it come true, you know what? You're being soaked. Because even if what you come true, I'm sure you're going to end up putting more in than you get out. And it's hard for me, I'm going to say right now, it's hard for me to take Manasseh Jordan serious when you just Google him and say, I mean, he's been sued like an ungodly amount of time since 2000, <laughs> since, since, I mean, for uh, it's for uh, phone, for robocall violations, begging people for money and take advantage of people. All you got to do is Google him. Uh-uh. Lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit. And now he comes on like he's some kind of uh, uh, and I got clips of stuff he was with Benny Hinn and he's telling these people to come to the screen and touch the screen and all that stuff and now this man wants to talk about T.D. Jakes grooming him man go sit down somewhere go sit down somewhere it's hard for me to take you serious when 
this you've been a, you you've been fleecing the flock for a long time. Oh, now he's very intelligent, and articulate, but he's been fleecing yeah, the flock. And again, because he, this is what I, this is what I know that they do. They they come on the scene for a minute, do they damage, and they disappear, and then they come back around. Okay, today you're gonna believe this team, and like I say, next Friday we're gonna talk about this. I got a guy who does. Hold on, you know what? I'm gonna play this for you right now. Okay. So you can hear this. You're not. I ain't gonna tell you what it is until I play. Okay. Okay. And then we're gonna get off this phone, but I'm gonna play this for you because I think that you would appreciate this prophet because this prophet has a blessing plan. This prophet has a blessing plan for you. Hmm. For all you women who got hub sons, this is the prophet I want y'all to pay attention to because he got a blessing plan for you. I do mean that facetiously, y'all. I'm not serious, okay? But I, 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 you can tell me if you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I don't want you to sit back and be like, "He said the man got a blessing plan for me." No. <laughs> oh, let me see if this is it. Okay. It's a field and we call that the flesh. Must be. Oh, that's Benny Hinn. That's here you go. Oh, okay. I'm calling from Devon, Iowa. Have you called with money for a handkerchief? Have I, have I called for my handkerchief? Uh-huh. All right, how can we pray for it this morning? Well, I, 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 I was actually having a lot of pain in my Can you hear that, too? I'm listening. Okay. Is it hurting right now? And this is courtesy of King Jive. Just take a listen. Listen to this. Same person. Okay. He said, I still feel pain. Listen to this. Pastor Curtis Thomas. Did you hear what he said? He's me to no, what did he say? A, a fart package. 
Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Says my prayers. When do you want it to stop hurting? Put your hand over your eyes right now. Oh, that's it, right? Did you hear a fart? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you feel that? <laughs> Tell me how those eyes feel now. They feel good. My friend, listen, when I fart, I get results. He said when he fart, he gets results. I'm not here to try to impress nobody. Oh, I may scream, I may holler, but God always. Oh my gosh. My prayers. Now, you may be watching this telecast, and you may have a little bit incarcerated, and you're needing God to open up the doors to bring them home. It will only happen if you order the personal uh, fart package. You need to be ordering it right now. Now, see, you need to order the personal fart package. Brain tumor. Curse this foul disease called multiple sclerosis, and I and I commanded to die. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Not the personal, personal anointed thought program. You can order it today. <laughs> and see, this one makes me mad with y'all. You church folk, y'all like, stupid enough what? to order that craziness. What? Oh my! What's the difference between the thought program and you order some <laughs> handkerchief that's been been all been put on it from the uh, dollar store, and you think it's from Israel, and they throw some sin in there, and you and you think it go. Man, y'all can't be that stupid. <laughs> this man did that because he gets away with it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Wow. The anointed fart program. <laughs> and this is not a spoof. This is a real guy. He's a real this minister. This is crazy. This is crazy. Yeah, we gonna, That's just a preview of next week. <laughs> and then, be, oh, and then Benny Hinn. I'm going to play Benny Hinn talking about he didn't. He not going to ask for no thousand dollars no more. He ain't going to do that no more. He, he saw the deck went into his money. He he, he ain't going to ask for it, but his surrogates do. Then you got Creflo Dollar. And, and again, Creflo Dollar say, don't throw away my books. Now, y'all, this is this is my problem with you church folk. The man, let me tell you how gangster these dudes are. The man tells you he been passing for 30 years. He comes out and tells you, I didn't got it wrong because I've never been exposed to the gospel of grace. Do you understand what he when when he said that, what he's telling you? He's telling you he's been leading you astray for every all long he's been in ministry. And now he says, after they get rich, throw my books away. Don't do it that way no more. Hold on, dude. I've been giving to you and buying your books all this time. What about a refund? Because the Bible says mm-hmm. when you know you wrong, go go back and read uh, when Jesus ran into uh, the tax collector and the tax collector said, I'm going to return everything that I people I defrauded. I'm going to give them four times. The Bible requires Jews give four times when they uh, uh, have, have done wrong to somebody, gotten over on somebody, defrauded somebody, and they give them four times back. Kremlin ain't giving no money back. It's very noble mm-hmm. of him to come on and say, oh, I made a mistake. Dude, you really want to show me you repented? 
have a fund where people get their money back. Like every time somebody send you a book, you send the money back to them fourfold. But you ain't going to do that. You, I'm going to say something to you guys. Get closer. You don't have to buy God's blessings. And you can't buy God. They conflate stories in the Old Testament to get you, to trick you. That whole thing with Malachi chapter three. If you just take close your eyes and read it for yourself, you'll notice they ain't talking about the church. They talking about Israel. And they talk about the priest and they talking about what the priest did at the temple. So if the priest was taking advantage of the temple and you now are the temple of God, that's what the Corinthians say. The Holy Spirit resides in you. Guess who's taking advantage of you? The pastors and the preachers. They're telling you to bring money to the storehouse. So that they can have food in their house. Well, if you go back all the way to, to Abraham or no, you go back to Joseph. Joseph was the first one to institute this. This saving up for famine. And what he did is told, told the Pharaoh, it's going to be so many years of famine, so many years of feast. During the years of feast, let's save up for the famine. And that's the storehouse. The storehouse is where they store grain. They didn't store meat. Meat was sacrificed, cooked, burnt up, and got done away with. Grain was bought to the storehouse. Uh, uh, spices were bought to the storehouse. Because there's a difference between the storehouse and the treasury, which when you read the widow's might, it tells you she brought money to the treasury and she bought all that she had to live on. See, all you got to do is read it for yourself. Don't let these people trick you. I'm not saying don't give. Don't, don't, don't. I'm saying don't give to a rat hole that's lying to you. You want to wear your church like you wear your Nike uh, and your, 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 your red bottom shoes as a status symbol. Church was real. Church has never been a status symbol. And the world the Bible says when you're friends with the world, you're an enemy of God. And these churches are friends with the world. Anytime your church got a Starbucks donut and a McDonald's inside of the sanctuary area, right on the outside, that's a worldly church. Mm. That's a worldly church. They want you so comfortable that you don't pay attention that you being lied to. They want you to bring your cafe latte into the sanctuary. It's just it's just spiritual diabetes. But we'll talk about that next week. Mm -hmm. So does anybody want to come up and put in the comments to talk about her son? Again, we're going to talk about Felice and the Flock next week. But this is going to be you my first go back show. Down and try? No, if they don't want to. They don't want to put in the comment. They want to come up. No, we don't have to do that. OK, OK. We don't, we don't have to do that. All I know. Do you have any more questions about her son or you want to make a comment about her son from a young lady's perspective i mean I am I wrong? Questions. go ahead no you're, you're not wrong however my it's not a question it's a comment i wish i would have ran into you at that time i could have you know spared myself a lot of grief and money hold on, hold on. <laughs> you could have spared yourself somewhat wood nickel grief <laughs> yes a lot of wooden nickels <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could have spared yeah, yourself some wooden nickels. Yeah. So, you guys, I'm glad for you that come on, come to listen again, mm -hmm. share with everybody. Uh, it will be on the Walk in Truth Radio Network, YouTube, mm -hmm. Facebook, my personal Facebook page, and the Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church page. It will also, the link will also be on Instagram. 
And it will also be on X, which is the old Twitter, uh, under Dr. James Sutton. And uh, you can listen there or you can go to Spotify. You can go to Apple. You will be able to go to uh, 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 Google. You will also be able to go to SoundCloud and listen to the show. Once I uh, edit it, there'll be some more music in there, some sound effects. I'll jazz it up a little bit. You know, I'm not going to do the fart, man. He he had enough sound effects. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So next week, we're going to talk about fleece in the flock. You know, tell your friends about wisdom, you know, share wisdom. Wisdom is still fairly new and uh, people need to hear about it. This is a great place to to do your content um, mm-hmm. other than Spotify and the rest of those places. But, uh, you know, you guys just continue to grow and love each other, you know, and care for each other. You know, we have fun over here. Um, I'm just going to cut it to you straight. Even though we laugh, this is a very serious thing because uh, this is a form of ab- abuse to you mm-hmm. ladies, you know, being taken advantage of because you want, you want a person in your life. And, uh, and it's, it's sad, but it, it's real. And to ignore it, to pretend like it's not there is it, a disservice to everybody, you know? So we talk about these hot topics. So if there's something that you would like to talk to me about, you can email me at, uh, W I T M I N at yahoo.com. Or Sutton nine six eight at gmail dot com, or you know, uh, don't instant message me. I get too many of them because uh, I very rarely look at them. So if you really got a question, email me, or you can call three one four two two four zero three six five on WhatsApp. Walking Truth, the Doctor James Sutton on WhatsApp. You can you can send me a message over there, and uh, I'll respond back to you. Uh, if you send me an email, I'll do it quicker. Because I look at me, I look at my emails before I look at anything. Or you can text me at that number if you're in the United States or abroad at 314-224-0365. So uh T, you want to tell them about your podcast platform? And you know what? T is the godmother of podcasts. She's the one who got me started six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you went ready to say that, haven't you? You've been holding your breath. Yes, huh? I have. <laughs> so so well, T, tell about you. your podcast. Thank you, Pastor Jay. I'm always uh, graciously thank you to always let me come on your platform and, you know, vice versa. So uh, my podcast is called God's Gift Through His Word. And I also podcast over here for Bible studies. And I also do my little cuffing season over here. And some of you have already seen Pastor Jay on, on those different ones. So definitely check that out. All the podcast platforms everywhere that he just said. And I would love to have some of you guys come over as well and, and share on this podcast platform as well. And remember, you can find me on GGTHW, number 18 on Instagram. You can find me at X as well, GGTHW, at Tanika over there and any podcast platform as well. Yeah, we want you to follow, subscribe, like, hit the like button. You know, more of us smaller podcasters, we need to be heard because we we real. We do this because we love this. We don't do this because this is the money thing for us. You know, we do this because we love what we're doing. Um, and, and, and instead of listening to all these talking heads that don't have this wants your money, you know, I would never tell you to send me any money unless you want to, that's up to you. Okay. But that's not the purpose why we're here. We want to get information out. We want to have fun. We want to provide a place where people can have dialogue discussion and the classic word for argument, you know, debate. Yeah. We want to do that. We want to provide that space. 
So when me and T get together, we have a lot of fun. And uh, you can come see me at, uh, again, Walker Truth Radio Network. Uh, and what I'm going to say, I'm going to let T say hers. I always want you to be encouraged, blessed, and at peace. And always remember, walk in the truth of the Lord. And T? And I want you to remember be blessed, motivated, and always inspired to do what the Lord lays on your heart. All right. See you later, T. See you later, peeps. Bye. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Walk in Truth Radio Network broadcast. If this message has been a blessing to you, consider donating on your favorite platform. You can donate by looking in the description box and picking your favorite platform of choice, Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal. Continue listening. And your prayers are needed, welcomed, and appreciated.